time for a break. Grab a coffee, get comfy, and catch up with old friends. Join us for an easy chat on all the biggest news stories of the day on ICRT Breakdown, a bilingual 2030 policy program brought to you in cooperation with the National Development Council. Hello, everybody, and welcome to ICRT's Breakdown. And before we get into the topic of today, I just want to remind everyone that this is season three of ICRT Breakdown. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. That is an amazing milestone, I know, isn't it? And so come and join us on ICRT Breakdown as we discuss some very interesting topics and important topics with internet personalities and kind of learn something new and learn something new in English at the same time. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Berge, and also here with me today is... I'm Paz Bueno. I'm the other host. Yes, you are. And Paz, what interesting topic are you going to bring for us to talk about today? Well, we have a very exciting topic for today. Okay, good, good, good. And all good. I'm going to say for now is that it's one of the most unifying subjects in the world. Unifying, like world peace. Yes, it brings everybody <laughs> together. I mean, it could potentially, you know, be the key to world peace. Yeah, I think you're right, and I'm still guessing. So if it's not world peace and it unifies all of us and mm -hmm. it's something we all do? Yes, it brings everybody together. Cooking? Three times a day. Close. Okay, well, but you cook three times a day. Yes, because you got to... Are we going higher up the, the food chain there? <laughs> Maybe so to speak? Lower? You uh, cook Depending so how you, you want to look. Okay. Well, depending how you want to look at it. <laughs> yes. So maybe is this the food production part of the cooking? Yes, we are going okay. to be talking about agriculture. Uh, so the reason for this is because February fourth is Farmers Day. Is did I know that? No, I did not. <laughs> well, Aries has a Nongmingjie, and it also marks the beginning of spring on the lunar calendar. So for today's topic of agriculture, we of course have invited an expert. To come and talk about it uh, today, we've invited the host of Nongyo Taoshi. Yes, the host of Nongyo Taoshi, the Farm Tour Market Podcast. He is Fang Ziwei. Also known as the young grandpa, Sonyang Ah. Wait, 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 wait. He's known as the young grandpa, and I mean, he probably looks like only a few years older than you, Paz. Yes. And no way. Not, I, look, I'm not. No way grandma. are you the young grandma. Yeah. So wait. A okay. So Leo, buddy. Yes. Uh, how are you, the young grandpa? Hello, everybody. Okay. My, Tell right. us a little bit about yourself, including why you're the young grandpa. Okay. Hello, 大家好 I'm young grandpa, Xiaolian Ah Gong, Fang Ziwei. But why I call myself young grandpa? In fact, I'm a young man. But with my grandpa's spirit, oh. my dream is to bring back my grandpa's childhood memory. Cool. So I become a farmer, just like him. Yep. Okay. And then we try to bring uh, international guests or even kids, young people, to go to the morning market to explore the life, the daily life from farm to fork. Because in between. Morning Market connects city and village. Wow, yeah. that's amazing! So the name, the Farm Tour Market, is you're combining the farm. Of course, you're inviting so many people to go and check out these markets, but you're also touring around the area and exploring all these different amazing foods. I imagine. Yeah, because you know, everywhere when we are traveling, Morning Market is the place we get involved ourselves in local food, local people, and the most beautiful scenery of a local city. Yes, wow, wow. very good. Oh, I'm a little curious. So you you say your grandpa was a farmer, yep. And now today you're a farmer as well, yep. But farmer, there's many types of farmers. Some farmers maybe they grow rice, yep. a lot of rice production in Taiwan. Maybe have an orchard where they grow fruit. Well, what do you do? Okay, I'm also a rice farmer. Okay, yeah, I uh, grow purple rice. Oh, yeah. very healthy. Mm -hmm. Because the uh, in Taiwan the main course is rice. 
Correct. I try to get because I'm a young people. Actually, I grew up in the morning market in the city. So when I return to be a farmer, in fact, I realized that farming is very important, not only important but very interesting. So I try to uh, focus on how to make uh, farming more interesting for people in the city. And I realized that because most of us we rely on modern society very much, so we live in the city. But many city people also feedback me. It's too far away to go to the farmland to do farming, but why not we just go in the city to experience farming experiences? Because of this idea, I realized that well, we just go to explore the morning market. Because in the past, from farm to fork, every produce from the village, in the end, they were sent to the morning market to sell for city people, and then they keep our daily life. And even we pass generations to generations. Wow, that's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. But I'm also a little curious. You decided to become a farmer, and as you just said, a lot of the city people think maybe farming is very difficult and something they don't understand. So, what prompted you to really devote yourself to this? Like, as you said, it's not easy. Actually, that's not easy. Okay, that's one good way to put it. That's one way to put it. But it's a lot easier to sit at home in Taipei and just go to the morning market to buy your food than、mm-hmm. actually go and grow it. Yeah. So. Because we rely on modern society very much. In fact, after COVID nineteen, in fact, many city people come to the village, come to somewhere with the green to relax, even with their families. So I was grew up in、uh, Ilan, which is one hour away from Taipei to Ilan, which is more green. And the place I grew up with my childhood memory, I think that's the same with my grandpa. So all filled with、uh, rice cultivation. So when I grew up, I went to Australia. I went to Japan, and re- every time I return back to Ilan, I suddenly realize why nowadays less and less farming land keep going, because maybe they become a house, maybe they become some factories. But how come? And most of society consider that、uh, young people supp- is supposed to go to city to work. But the thing is, when I return to village. I realize now. Now, when we are talking about regional revitalization, wow! The society, the governments, they want the young people return to the village.、Um, 现在大部分的年轻人们都在都市里生活成长。那为什么现在这几年我们都讲地方创生？我们鼓励更多年轻人从都市回到了家乡，回到了农村里去跟家人里面去延续家族的这些土地、房子，或者说家族的事业。可是更重要是，大部分的年轻人其实都生活在都市的时候，原来我们离家乡太远了。家乡发生的大小事物，基本上我们已经忘记了。所以要重新认识家乡的时候，刚好。农业是一个入口，我们即使只要有人愿意种田，绝对不会饿到肚子。更重要是家里，其实家族有很多闲置的土地、空间、房子们，甚至人脉，甚至资源，都是值得年轻人去重新衔接家族。因为世代跟世代之间的合作是最重要，地方创生来沟通的重点。I'm curious too. So you have a podcast as well? Yes. So maybe tell us a little bit about what your podcast called, and maybe what do you discuss in your podcast? What、yeah. inspired your podcast?、Like、<laughs> That too. You- yeah. Decide that you know you want to tell people more about this particular topic. Yeah, my podcast is Nongyou Taoshi Farm Tour Market. But why we call this name? Because when we return to be a farmer, we would like to show more creativities and the more、uh, interesting parts of agriculture. Especially, we were thinking, can we do cross、uh, different field? People from different field can also connect. 
to agriculture. So we try to do different thinking. So every episode, we invite different uh, people, different young people, different old generation, from generations to generation, and from different field, different age, even different uh, space. Anyway, we try to connect and do different thinking about agriculture. Yeah, so that's why we're focusing on it, to make agriculture more creativity. I see. So it's a kind of showcase uh, to let more people experience the different perspective or the different ways people see or look at agriculture. Because I think many people don't even think about agriculture. They just kind of go to the supermarket and figure like, oh, the food is here. I'm just going to go home and prepare it. That, but, that's me. You got, you got it. <laughs> but agriculture really is the essence, is the backbone of civilization. Like we came together as communities to form these farming communities. And that's how we built up society like without agriculture really we are nowhere <laughs> i totally agree with the path yeah i think in the world most of the countries they uh, build up fundamental party which is agriculture yes taiwan is also part of this so from agriculture we are able to become a uh, processed food and then even now talking about leisure agriculture which is leisure farm mm -hmm. so people especially city people they can uh, get closer to green even they can experience farming life to go to leisure farm to experience with families. All right, so bringing overall a positive experience. Why is it starting this podcast? Actually, it's because when we started 打拼到都市扎根留下来的，所以你他也许是一甲子的岁月，甚至是百年老店，我们都可以从农村的生活去探讨时代的眼镜。更重要，台湾的生长历程就是来自于过去这些传统社会清朝、日本时代，甚至民
unlike other things in the calendar here, it's not really based on the Nongli. It's actually the Yangli. You know, oh. so I kind of found that interesting. So actually, this year, it's on February 4th, which will be the 25th day of the 12th lunar month. So it's going to be on Christmas, so to speak. Oh. Yeah, it's Wait, so the, the 25th day of the 12th. No, only this, only this year for Nongli. Oh, okay. Because okay. this is, it's actually based on when the sun reaches the, I wrote this down here, it's like the 315 degrees celestial in the sky. Wow. So it's when the sun gets at a certain position in the sky is when Li Chun is. So tell us a little bit about the history of this and what this means, the Farmer's Day. Okay, for Farmer's Day, for farmers, of course, that's our day. Yeah, but why is our day? Because uh, usually uh, it reminds me of that when rice farmers, especially uh, before or after Lunar New Year. So after that or before that, that's the day to tell us it starts, it's beginning of the year, so we need to do rice planting now. So, and that's beginning for uh, the whole year. So uh, farming is based on solar, which is the sun. Sunlight is very important. But it's also interesting that farmers follow the lunar calendar to do growing or even harvesting. But lunar and solar, it's the whole universe, you know. So day and night, it's both important. Especially uh, now when some fruits, even some rice, the sun, moonlight is also important because of the crops growing. But the thing is, they need sunlight to do produce oxygen. Yeah, so that's why uh, we call feng shui also yin and yang need to be balanced. Sun and the moon also balance the whole universe. And then farming, farmer is follow the nature. So the four season, 24 terms, that's why every year we have different produce, even different harvest. Okay, so it is so, uh, Li Chun, Nong Ming Jie, ha, chisi, josu yo huang he le, gang yo yo ti dao so, josu nong li nian gen yang, yang li nian ma, si li, si fang si, okay, so, in me, doi nong fu lai so, josu liang ze do hen zong yao, so, in a, josu, uh, jigger richi, xiang dang yu zong yao, josu in way, tamen josu gao su le nong ming so, hey, get ready, it's time to get busy. This is the beginning of the planting season. You got to start doing some extra hard work right now. So your journey as a young farmer is inspiring. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Because you mentioned before that you had also, you know, moved to more uh, a more urban place, but then you decided to go back. So tell us about your experience and tell us about the people that you've met along the way as well. Yeah, since I have been to Australia and Japan, because I went there to do field study with uh, farmers over there. Wow. Well, with Australian more continent and Japan more island, but Japan is similar to Taiwan's island country. So the way we always consider agriculture is very important. But different country, different geography, different lifestyle, that makes agriculture different. Yeah, and in Australia, I remember that uh, Australian banana, that is very expensive, but the things local people, they uh, just support local banana, even though that's higher price, because they insist, they consider that local made is better than imported. But, and also Japan as well, because uh, it's also uh, need imported food. But the things local people, they also classify, maybe this is from pesticide, this is chemical, this is totally organic, but the price difference. But the thing is customer can choose whatever you like. 
uh, even though uh, different price. Yeah, and back to Taiwan. Uh, when I returned to be a farmer, uh, I also uh, interviewed some uh, young farmers. I think so far in Taiwan, uh, well, from generation to generation, the idea of agriculture changes. So young people they tend to well, we uh, would like to balance our life. Even farming, even work, and for the older generation, maybe grandpa their generation, hard working is very important. All the way, we just need to uh, plant more and earn more, and then raise a family. But for our generations, also money important. But the things we need to balance because we need to keep land, Mother Earth, even sustainable lifestyle, which is we need for the whole world. And can we do something for that to balance city and the village? Wow. Yes, very good. 其实呃，农业之所以有趣，是因为我们真的是实践了农业这件事情，才在土地上。现在都市人大部分会觉得，哎，把打在办公室里面的时候，也许压力很大，哎，可能每个人眼睛度数都很深。但是能够有机会踩到土地上，尤其是赤脚这件事情的时候，你瞬间会觉得，台语说“嘎连顺”。你就会觉得整个身体在瞬间有点冰冷的呃暖流，然后到了我们的这个脑中的时候，瞬间五感就打开了。那对于这些呃年轻人们从事这个农业的过程，无论是澳洲，无论日本，我们过去跟他们一起农夫生活的时候，每个国家都觉得农业是很重要的。但是因为我们的气候条件、土壤或者是我们的生活文化方式不同，导致我们延续农业的方式也不同。在台湾的农业呢？但我觉得最重要的是，跨世代之间对于农业的未来想象不太一样。长辈们很努力的，很种田，赚更多的钱，为了养一个家。但是到了我们年轻世代，赚钱还是很重要。可是我们更重视的是平衡生活与家庭，甚至现在讲的永续生活。我们如何平衡城市跟乡村之间能够有永续的发展？这也是年轻农夫们花很多心力的。Wow, that's really impressive. Yes. But let's kind of get back to the important things. Which are the things we can. Actually enjoy, <laughs> and so Taiwan is known for its very diverse agriculture. And I remember, and it's also like the kingdom of fruit. And I remember when I first came to Taiwan, I spent a summer in Taichung, and every day, you know, like it was mangoes and papayas and all the pineapples, so all this great fruit. So maybe tell us a little bit about the different. Not only just fruits, but all the different、uh, crops that we can enjoy here in Taiwan—locally grown produce. Well, I would say when first, firstly, Portuguese in the boat saw this beautiful island, they call us Ilha Formosa. Yes, that's a beautiful island, really beautiful. So in Taiwan, we do have four climates: from tropical, subtropical, temperate, even to the cold、uh, temp- climate. So because of these four climates, we do have different fruits. Different vegetable, different flowers. So we always consider Taiwan. Well, whatever fruits you are looking for, Taiwan, we have that.、Uh, especially during Lunar New Year, so it's winter for Taiwan. So、uh, remember to try orange, tangerine, even kumquat.、Mm-hmm. And from the production,、uh, orange that's in season, that's cheap. It's more sweet, more juicy. So、uh, seasonal fruit is always the best choice. But not only for production, for our life. When talking about leisure agriculture, we are talking about production, living, even ecology, which is balance these three, which makes sustainable lifestyle. So for kumquat, in Lunar New Year, we consider kumquat can make you 大吉大利 which is. 
prosperous year, yes. and rich money. Yeah. So everyone try kumquat during winter time, even make it candied. So even it's good for throat. I think for team and the path, you need to drink some kumquat tea as well. Yes. Actually, I'm glad you said that because kumquats are one of the things I really love. It's kumquat like kumquat is ginji, right? Ginji, yeah. Ginzao, ginzao. Like back in the states, you don't see that as much. But I came here and it's like, wow, these are great. They're really tasty, and you like you said, they're good for your throat too, mm-hmm. which is something I think here at the radio station we need it's to be more important. careful about. Yes. Should we get a kumquat tree, Tim? Yeah. Okay, we'll go to the market. And, and Leo, can you help us pick one out, maybe? Sure, I'll bring you to the orchard. You can okay. pick up hey, yourself. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let, let's uh, shake our hands on that. Okay, so you also mentioned before that um, many uh, visitors, they go to the countryside and then they have all of these different kinds of experiences. Um, as you mentioned, that it's they're touring. It's a leisure kind of experience. So as the Lunar New Year holiday approaches, what are some farm-based recreation spots for families or friends who can go, you know, spend the time over the Lunar New Year? So 过年的时候，有哪一些就是可能比较适合家庭或者是朋友去玩的一些呃农场活动之类的？哦，其实在全台湾各地都有不同的休闲农场或是特色农友的场域认证这个场域，所以这些农场都很适合，不管是北部的，
And Paz, just now, um, Leo <clears throat> mentioned a very important thing. Yes. And that was cooking classes. Yes. And I'm very excited. Paz here I love loves cooking. to cook. Yeah. And she's a very come, good come. cook. <laughs> so maybe, Leo, you can like recommend some new um, cooking ideas for her, and, and we can be your guinea pigs, Paz, okay? Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, that's what we have, you know, four seasons, different fruit, different vegetables, different ingredients yes. for your cooking. So yeah. you'll be cooking chef. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, Taiwan definitely has it. a great variety of different Exactly, exactly. That is great. That's the only way we can continue living on into the future. Like exactly. we don't consider these things and we're just walking into our deaths, essentially. Yes. Okay. Well, on that optimistic note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your insights on the world of agriculture here in Taiwan. Hey, but 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 before we go running away, there's one more thing we got to talk about, and that's our pet peeve or cat's meow. Like or, or dislike. Yeah, yes. something you like or dislike in English or recent phrases you've heard or maybe just uh, an expression in English. And let me start. I have something, and I guess it's a... Boy, I don't know if this is a pet peeve or a cat's meow. But it's a very old expression, and it's something which I think is very meaningful and connected to farming. And that's, you reap what you sow. Ah. Okay. Okay. So reap is like what you harvest, yes. and sow are the seeds you plant. And so, like what you do today is going to be the consequence consequence you receive tomorrow. This This is a very important philosophy in life. You know, you have to remember that what you're doing now is going to influence what happens to you in the future, and that can be good or bad. So if we do good things today, hopefully we'll be able to reap good things tomorrow. Yeah, and make it into actions because we know agriculture is important. Why not just everyone make it into actions to make agriculture more green? Yeah. So you're telling us all to become farmers? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, we just uh, keep in mind farming important. So from different parts of your uh, work, so everyone can relate your work to agriculture. Good idea. Good and idea. And I think every single family in the world can trace their family back to agriculture. Oh, of course. Yes. Like every family has done agriculture at some point. Okay, so that connects pa the world. Yes. That's right. Okay, well, Paz, I think now it's your turn to share something with us. Um, so I'm actually a fan of agriculture. My mom works in agriculture in the Dominican Republic. And so since I was young, my mom would always like teach me, this is how you grow tomatoes. This is how you grow your own basil. So I grew up sometimes like eating like our own homegrown herbs wow. and things like that. So my word that I want to introduce has to do with agriculture, but it's also kind of like a a more modern version or a more modern practice or a type of agriculture, which is hydroponics and aquaculture. So those are two things that I'm super interested in. Um, hydroponics sounds very 
complicated. It's just a seed. So it's when you grow a seed uh, directly in the growing medium, which you know tends to be water, and then it grows much faster and much quicker than on traditional soil. And then aquaponics is when you combine hydroponics together with fish farming. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you have fish tanks that are producing waste, but also nutrients for the plants, plants yes. who, will, who will then filter it and then send that clean water back to the fish. And I think it's a beautiful cycle where you can get both vegetables and delicious fish. And but that's the same as farming on land. True. Because you take the night soil, yes. the what the animals, you know, yeah, the, the, what they comes out the back end, uh-huh. and you put it back into the ground, <laughs> the and that makes the soil more rich. You're right, yes. it fertilizes mm-hmm. it. So now you're doing that with water and yes. using the fish as a source for the fertilizer. Right. So hydroponics and aquaponics. Wow. So hydro and aqua both mean water. So that has to be a cat's meow. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cat's meow. Good. It's my dream to have an aquaponics farm. So okay. Well, like just not, for myself. Not at the office, please. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we have enough room for that. How about Leo? What Did you have any uh, suggestions for us? Pets peeve or cat's meow? Well... As you mentioned about fish and the uh, rice mm-hmm. or vegetable, in Yilan, we do have a duck and the rice. Ah. Yeah? So, and then we can also both harvest duck. Yes. And why Yilan is famous for smoked duck? Mm. <laughs> because too much rain, too much water, but we call ourselves the hometown of water. Wow. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think that's a great conversation we've had here today. Yeah, very insightful. Kind of, it's good to see that there is so much passion for a subject that maybe for many young people is maybe a little bit foreign. Because when you grow up in the city, you live in the city, it really is not something that you think about until it's in front of you. And then when you have a chance to go to one of these farm tours, you can go and see where your food actually comes from. I think it can be a very fulfilling experience. And Kind of like, again, kind of like a cycle. Like you're going back all the way to your origin. You know where things come from, so you also know where you come from. In a and way. I think it would give you a sense of accomplishment, too. Yeah. Understanding that it may be becoming involved in it, too. So maybe Leo can help us become involved in that, huh? Yes. Yes. Oh. Sure. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Farming World. Yes. But before we run away, I think we need to remind everyone to check out Leo's podcast. Yes. And that, of course, is called... Farm Tour Market. Wow. Okay. So we can have more engaging conversations about leisure agriculture and the foods that we enjoy every day and some of the education about that. And yeah. regional revitalization. Yes. Oh, that too, that too. And food yes. and agriculture education. Yes. Well. So yes. again... Let's thank Leo. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Gracias. Okay, wow. That's very good. And we want to remind all of our listeners out there that this is another episode of ICRT's Breakdown brought to you by the National Development Council, who also reminds you, let's make Taiwan a more bilingual, English-friendly place. And thank greener. You. And greener, too, and more sustainable. Yes. Breaking the ice. Breaking the mold. Breaking down the news. You've been listening to ICRT Breakdown a bilingual 2030 policy program brought to you in association with the National Development Council.